This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You might assume we're both good at presenting to a live audience because of this podcast. But at the end of the day, when we record, it really feels like we're just talking to one another. Presenting information in person in a formal setting to a large audience is something that still makes us really nervous. To prepare for a live speaking event we're hosting together, we turn to our masterclass subscription to not only refine our presentation skills, but to build our confidence in a different kind of public speaking capacity. Between Robin Roberts, Hillary Clinton, and Kevin Hart's expertise, our confidence skyrocketed. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Don't just talk about improving. Masterclass helps you actually do it. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master negotiate with Chris Voss, think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or plan your dream wedding with celebrity event planner Mindy Wise, Masterclass has you covered. There are over 200 classes to pick from. With new classes added every month, like our latest aha moments from Robin Roberts' effective and authentic communication class that we watched before our event presentation. She taught us how to establish a genuine connection with the audience from the start. I'll always be a little nervous before presenting, but Masterclass prepared us in a way that dialed my nerves down and gave me tools to ground myself. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Get 50% off right now at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists and owners of the therapy group. We're on a mission to make therapy and therapeutic topics more relatable and accessible. So stay tuned, because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey, Dr. Lindsay. Hi. Dr. Lindsay. Nice to see you guys. Okay, quick intro. Dr. Lindsay, tell us a little bit about yourself. I was born on a summer Sunday. <laughs> I am, that is true. I am a licensed psychologist in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. I got my doctorate in clinical psychology from Widener. Um, and I've pretty much always worked in like some way in the intersection of psychology and law. So some people would call that forensic psychology. So I've worked in jail. I presently work in a prison. I've worked for the court system and I've worked with individuals who are like mandated to treatment too. Mm-hmm. So I do a little bit of that, and I work here. And she hey. works here. I work hey, you here work too. here at therapy group. My favorite thing that you say is, "I'm like, hey, you know, if we like text you and you like aren't available during the day because you work in a jail, you'll say, sorry, I was in jail. I just got out. Just escaped. First day <laughs> just out. Just escaped from jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. Um, but Lindsay, we have a history together. We do. We do have a history it's together. It's loaded and personal. It's loaded and personal. We will not get into the details, Why but. Not? <laughs> we're not here for that. That's well, a separate Because episode. we're not here for that shit. But we able to get you to join the therapy group because I put a desperate plea on our Instagram. And we harassed and, you. And I believe your response was, I would maybe do it. Yeah. I would maybe be interested. In which I furiously texted Jen and said, holy fucking shit. I think I can get this girl, Lindsay, to come join us. She's so cool. But I don't know if I can convince her. 
And then when we interviewed her, we were like, oh, my God. But I actually, even in the interview, you're pretty ambivalent. <laughs> oh, well, I, I had to play it cool. Like, I can't look desperate, you know? We probably look so desperate. We no, were. I could tell that you were interested because I asked you, like, a one-sentence question. And you sent me back, like, ten sentences. I was like, oh, okay. Like, she actually wants me to work there. Like, it's not bullshit. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then our relationship, because we had, like, I would say a decade hiatus of having no contact together. Yes. Due to loss of right, we I switched loss school. Yeah, well, I switched for we no went, real reason. We went to right. middle school together, and then I went to one year of the same high school as you, and then I switched. Mm. Right, you know. Yeah, we didn't hate each other. At, well, I, you know, I went to inpatient. Could you for, imagine if you had like a big falling? <laughs> no, and we mainly both forgot about yeah, yeah. it. I would love no, that. Mainly the issue was I went to inpatient treatment, mm. and then when I came back to the high school, I was far behind, and it was chaotic. And so my parents just switched me into another school. It'd be easier to like start fresh at. Um, and then there wasn't like social media then. Right. And I will right. say that I think it's important that your listeners know that I think you got sent home from school one day for wearing juicy couture sweatpants that uh, said juicy across the I'm ass. Talk, we talked about this. We did have an episode one where I talk about it. fired again. <laughs> you fired I'm, I'm fucking fired. That's that. Which <laughs> yes. episode? I don't remember. I don't remember, but I do talk yeah, no, about... Yeah, no, purity culture. Oh, purity culture. That's okay. what I talked about. It was that I got in... Were you in that class that it happened in? They were... It was so shaming. It was <gasps> okay. so uncomfortable. So it was in fucking home ec, which don't get me started. We were making... <laughs> we were making the pil- the um, the animal pillows. Remember? We you had, had to do that, You had too. to sew... Why? Yeah. I mean, why? peas. Like so peas you can in a be pot. a good wife. <laughs> That's why. So you why. can be a good wife. <laughs> right? And the teacher comes in and she goes, what are on your pants? And it was like juicy. Like everyone had that. Like it was like yes. a normal thing, right? Like, and then I got sent to the principal's office. Dr. Schreimer. Schreimer? Schreimer, yeah. Schreimer immediately sent me home. And then the next day I come back to school. He calls me into his office again. And I'm like, shit, again? And he goes, I get, went home last night. My daughter had on the same sweatpants as you. Did he apologize to you? Yeah, he did. Good. The well, teacher I mean, did not. She was a bitch well like the pants didn't i love the way you just said that whatever <laughs> yeah, the that was i don't really like calling women bitches because i'm sure for yeah. her time yeah right like she never she didn't well, know anything better she was teaching too. home ec okay well she, she had different priorities she needs to drink too many margaritas at the local applebee's and loosen the fuck up doesn't she i wish i remembered her name because i would like probably i don't remember her, her name, right now by name. why did we both black out her name i have no idea probably so you were in important yeah. so you were in that class yes yeah, walked out in front of the whole thing. And I wish that that was the only time something that had happened to me. Well, remember spaghetti when, straps? Well, when you hit, wait, listen. When you hit puberty at 10 years old and get yeah. your period in elementary school and your tits are the size of most kids' heads <laughs> by your kids in middle school, you are really shamed. <laughs> like, I would well, just yeah. automatic, right? Well, you're yeah. taught to hate your body. Yes. And that is also at a time where like i don't know who had a good middle school experience like did anybody no i just was, talked about how depressed i was i think middle, middle school is way worse than high school i also, hated your horror, myself are raging also did you ever get elbowed in the boob when you were going yes no yes. what's going it's on so with you two it's, it's like in the hallway kids are like running and you're just like, like this oh, yeah like yeah i think like chicken yes and, no i can't say that okay that's so you know today. what i'm talking about i know right? exactly and it's, it's the worst worse. pain yeah because you're going through puberty. Okay, well, when we're happened. done, you can just, like, elbow my tit and we'll see how it goes. No, it'll be different. It'll be different. Unless you're still going through puberty. Unfortunately, I'm 31, so <laughs> I think that's out. Are we sure? Okay, so we have a long history together. Yes, we do. And then we had to, um, you know, beg you to come here. So we share you with the prison system. Yes, you the do. The jail system. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for us. It's very hard. because It's we hard want- for them, too. <laughs> I'm sure they, they would want me there more if they could have me more. But the real reason we were like, you have to come on is because you are like the person that we can go to when we like have something like anxiety producing. You are so good at communication. Thank so you. you'll be like, just say no. 
or just put a boundary down. Emily and I are both like, wait. Oh. How? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't even occur to us. To say no. I don't know how. We have people. We do. In a professional setting, right? So, like, like with my clients, I can. It's a lot easier. But it's so much easier, right? But even, like, we're so uncomfortable. Like, like we didn't really plan for the practice to grow the way the practice has grown. Yeah. And so we weren't, like, really going in. Nobody goes to become a therapist to also be a business owner. A business owner. A boss. Managing people. Right. 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 Where, like, you are so good at it. So we want to have you on for no November. Yes. It is no November and we're November. fucking saying no this holiday season. Yes, we are. We should do a skit on SNL. We probably could. It's November. It's November. That'll we're be it. We're talking about it's November. Yeah, no one is going to hire us. No. Okay, so <laughs> thank God we have another fruitful career because that, that's not it. <laughs> that is not um, it. Yeah, saying no. And one thing that I love about saying no is you don't have to wrap a no in a justification and an explanation and an apology. You actually don't have to do that. No is a complete sentence. You can say, uh, no. Where did you get this skill from? Oh, great question. I want to hear, like, yeah, because this is not, one, how women are taught. We are taught to be incredibly compliant in every sense of the word. Totally. And care about other people's and yes. feelings instead of our own. And so yes. that's, I think, where the excuses come in of, right. oh, you know, and we, like, make up a story. Like, oh, yeah. my cat has a broken toenail. Yeah, and so I can't come to that party. <laughs> so no, I can't do this thing that I planned on no doing. No one believes and me. I can't, can't yes. imagine why. Yeah. So I want to hear the story, like, yeah, your journey with me. Yeah, so on a personal level, I remember I was at my aunt's house with my friend Heather, and a guy had texted me and wanted to go out. Like, he was, like, asking out on a date. Or, how you know, how guys are like, yeah. oh, we should hang out, whatever. It wasn't, like, <laughs> yeah. a, a well-thought-out <laughs> ask. But he was asking me that. And I said out loud to Heather and my aunt, I have to be, like, maybe 19 at the time. Like, shit, like, what is my excuse going to be? Like, what, how am I going to say no to this? Or should I just go? And my aunt was like, oh, literally just text back, ah, uh, no. What was that? Like, A-A-H or U-U-H? Uh, uh, no. Uh, she just, that's, that's. And it was groundbreaking to me because I'm like, <laughs> no, you have to give an explanation. You have yeah. to say. God forbid Thank you so much them. for thinking about. Me. Right. And that's what it's about. It's about how do I feel about myself? Right? Like when I am particularly harsh or critical on myself, I have a hard time saying no mm-hmm. because I don't see my own value. Yeah. And it's that and it's also other people's reaction. You're like trying to preemptively manage how other people are going to feel about your no, even if it's what you want to say. That's mm. because it's almost like a, it, it feels like a rejection in some way, right? Like I'm rejecting this person, especially in that situation. Sure. Right? Like I'm rejecting this person. I don't want them to feel rejected. And so I'm going to pretend like this no isn't necessarily about them or the situation you know I have to pretend like oh, I'm doing something else right but it's so empowering to be able to say listen that's their feelings right that that's something they have to manage for themselves yes a hundred percent and I would say that I say that to clients all the time right like it's not your responsibility to manage other people's reaction yeah they're entitled to a reaction you don't have to own it you don't have to wear that right that's on them Okay, wait. So you said something really important, which you said is like, also, it has to do with your relationship to yourself. Totally. So I want to hear about that part. Totally. I mean, when we knew each other, <laughs> I hated myself. Same. Right? I was like. Does anyone not hate themselves? At like, maybe, 13, but like. probably Holy not. shit. Oh, my God. I was like layering eight camis and then a <laughs> Henley and then a big belt in oh, the yeah, middle of me and yeah. low-rise jeans. None of it fit me 
looked good. I was uncomfortable in it, but I felt like I had to fit in. I felt like I had to do things in service yeah. of other people. I was wearing a lot of Victoria's Secret pink at that time, I believe. Oh, yeah. That was very, yeah. that was, was that big. Dog, that dumbass dog. <laughs> that dumbass dog. That dumbass what was dog? that, right? Yeah, what was that And dog? it was a lot of neon colors, also, which was not of, my palette. A lot of things at the time, also Abercrombie, like everything had it like plastered well, and, yeah. I, and i was right. not and i was not because i hit puberty for everyone else i was not fitting into abercrombie and hollister right mm. so like everything you just feel like garbage and everyone's bodies look so different and everyone's experience is so different and yeah. no one's talking about it and you just hate yourself like yep. i i experienced puberty actually much later than yes. everyone else and so that was embarrassing oh, like God. you're just there's, there's no, no good time there's no yes. good time no, if you're not horrible. normal right Whatever if you're not normal is exactly. and no one was no normal because right. there is no normal is like right. a huge spectrum normal. yeah one thing right mm-hmm. um so i spent a lot of years deeply disliking <laughs> myself um i've gotten a lot through therapy i've gotten a lot better at liking myself and recognizing the value that i have and in that way that's like when that switch flipped that i was like oh i can say no i don't have to do things because other people want me to do them yeah. i can communicate how i actually feel Anyone else feeling like the mental load of making dinner, the planning, the shopping, the prep, figuring out the timing? <laughs> it's a little heavy to carry, huh? Same. That's why I am so grateful for Hungry Root. The food quality, simple recipes, true tastiness, and delivery right to my door is truly a game changer. When getting started, you take a fun, short quiz and Hungry Root will get to know you, what you like to eat, and more. Then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to use. So you can sit back, relax, and offload the many steps of meal planning. Each order is fully customizable so you can take their suggestions or choose anything you want. They've got fresh produce, high-quality meat and seafood, healthy snacks, smoothies, sweets, ready meals, kids' snacks and meals, vitamins, supplements, much more. My favorite item from my latest box was the honey citrus chopped salad, lemon pepper chicken, and the four cheese tortellini. You gotta try it for yourself. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's gotta taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Shrink Chicks listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Did you know that billions of plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles end up in landfills every year? I used to contribute to that waste, constantly buying single-use plastic cleaning products without giving it much thought. But then I discovered Blue Land, and it has been a game changer. Blue Land has helped me eliminate the need for single-use plastic and the products I reach for the most. They are reinventing cleaning essentials. Their approach is simple yet revolutionary. Refillable cleaning products with a sleek design that not only looks great on your counter, but also reduces plastic waste significantly. What I love most is the convenience. With Blueland, I never worry about running out of cleaning supplies or lugging bulky bottles from the store. From hand soap to toilet bowl cleaner to laundry tablets that each smell incredible, all Blueland products are made with clean ingredients you can feel good about. I was blown away when I received my first Blueland order. I immediately filled the bottles with water and their tablets, which was so easy to try everything out. And the ingredients are clean, the scents are refreshing, and the packaging is just so cute. Blueland is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine. If you 
you're ready to make a positive change for the planet without sacrificing cleanliness or convenience, Blueland has you covered. Blueland has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash shrinkchicks. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash shrinkchicks for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash shrinkchicks to get 15% off. So I feel like a lot of people, their concern is other people getting upset. Sure. Right? So like, right, when you talk about this of saying no, a lot of people's fear is other people being angry at them. And that does happen sometimes. Definitely. Right? Anytime you put a boundary down, people don't fucking love it. Right. They have some kind of reaction. But that does not concern you. No. Did it used to? Yeah. I mean, especially like teenage years, early 20s. Again, I think I was still really fixated on being what other people thought I should be or being, right, like fitting the mold that other people wanted me to fit. Mm -hmm. So in that way, I was saying yes to things that I didn't want to do. You know, when we post on Instagram, the things that get the most likes are when we post things about saying no. Yeah. Really? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I think we all have that desire, right? Whether it's Saturday night plans that you don't want to go to but you say yes to because you don't want to miss out on something. Or if it's a third date with a guy that you met on Hinge that you didn't really like on the first date, you didn't really like him on the second date, but you're still going to go on the third, mm-hmm. right? And some of that is also like, what if I say no to something and then I F up, right? I, re- I regret it. Mm. Like, oh, what if that was the guy? He's not the guy. He's not the guy. If you went on two <laughs> dates <laughs> and it sucked, he's not the guy. Right. But you're so right. Like the possible fear of missing out. Or, I mean, this used to be happening to me in college. Like, I went through my freshman year of college. I think I went out, like, almost every single night. <laughs> because my fear was if I don't go out, I will miss the best night ever. And then my fear wasn't, like, the experience. My fear was that I'll be left out of everything afterwards. Right? 100%. The inside jokes, the experience, the relationships with the dudes they met out. Right? Like, the fear was, like, if I say no to something, if I put a wall up, it will lead to my eventual rejection and abandonment. Totally. Not at all talking about my personal experience I, here. No, not at all. <laughs> I was also going to say, that's not at all related to your childhood either. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. I don't think anything we do is related to our childhood. No, no, no. We're not repeating patterns. No. There's no <laughs> not us. Not us therapists. Uh, no. No. We are I don't know her. Yeah. Um, another thing, so something that I will struggle with too, is that like, I'll say I won't commit to plans. Because I don't know how I'm going to feel in the moment. Ah, you want the out. I want the out and also like my feelings about being social change from day to day. How can I say yes today if I don't know how I feel on Saturday? Exactly. Right. But couldn't couldn't mm -hmm. Saturday come and you say, No. I I understand I previously (laughs) said yes to this. My feelings have changed. Yeah, I think I do that now. Yeah. To an extent. I might make the Do you excuse. just suffer through it sometimes? Yes. Well, sometimes I feel like I force myself out, and then I'm like, I'm glad I did this. Yeah. Sometimes it turns out to be... Turns out to be great. Right. Just fine. But I am very finicky with my plans. Okay. So I'm wondering... So one of the things I think people want to know about is when they're asked for something, especially when it comes to, like, systems in their life, right? So their family of origin, their work environment, their group of friends, obligations, any of these things... If, how do I say no in a situation like that? I feel like it's easier to say no to some dude on Hinge. Right. That I don't know and I don't care about. Block their number. Ghosting. Say no and block their number. Mm, so you don't have to worry about the aftermath. Or just don't read the aftermath. Don't respond to the aftermath. Right? Mm, you okay, but anything like, else. Yes, yeah. bigger things, right? Yes, Not yes. the guy on Hinge. So yes. work or family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those boundaries are even harder because 
we like predictability. Mm. Humans do. Mm. Even when you know a system is toxic, like even if you know, like my mom and I have a really rocky relationship, but it's predictably rocky. I know how she's going to react or act with me. It's easier to just like go with the status quo, mm-hmm. right? Than like cause a rupture in that way, cause some kind of break. So it's really hard to set those boundaries with family. Yes. And, you know, or a relationship that you're in with a partner and with work. Um, and then work is complicated because there's also like a financial, right, of like, but well, it's power. a job. Well, I mean, but like but a position of power, right? If I mm-hmm. say no to my boss, so then I take myself out of a running for a promotion or something, right? right. When there's positions of power. Or can't like connect to them in some yes, way. Yes, like, I think it makes it so, so hard to then say that no, because the fear is, will they use this? And for a lot of us in childhood, if you said no to your parents, it was then sometimes used against you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you, then you keep doing that later on of, like, well, my boss will use this against me if right. I say no to this workload, even though I'm actually going to fucking die if I, I take, take on more. one more thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important also, right? It's so upsetting how quickly that spiral ha- happens, right? It goes from being, like, oh, this one thing I want to say no to, to now they're going to think this global, universal thing about me versus they're going to think about this one instance in which I didn't want to do something, right? So it's really important for me, at least, to keep in mind when I'm saying no to something, this doesn't change who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean I'm lazy. This doesn't mean somebody's not going to love me anymore. This means that I'm setting a boundary that I'm comfortable with. I, I, you know, speaking to that too, the thing that came came to my mind is like, if you're in an environment where you're saying no and it, because of your own health, and it does greatly affect how they see you mm. to ask yourself is this a healthy work environment for me where I can't say no to protect my own sanity my own health even friendships family right like is this a healthy relationship right that I'm in that I'm expected to not say no or they're going to get very angry at me or there's no understanding right and I, mean, I think that happens definitely oh my god yes. it definitely happens I think there's also like you know, obviously I want everybody to own their own shit, right? Like I bring whatever I bring to an interaction. But when you're setting a boundary and somebody has a large reaction, that reaction is their shit. That's about mm-hmm. them. Yeah. It's not about the person setting the boundary, right? That's their own nonsense that they should be sorting out. And mm-hmm. people are – I don't want to take that away from, from people. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. entitled to whatever type of reaction you need to have. That's fair. That but it also doesn't mean someone else has to – Clean it up. Yeah, exactly. You are entitled to your reaction, and your and every feeling you're having is valid, and it doesn't mean that it's actually about this other person. Right, and it doesn't mean you have to throw it up onto them. Right? Ooh, emotional dumping. Yeah, terrible. Which I think people are confused for vulnerability, and those are not the same things. No, yeah, people definitely confuse <laughs> vulnerability. Now I'm just, I, again, I'm like thinking about online dating. Tell us. And okay. like, do yeah, app yes. dating. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, oh, yes. Wow, let's hope he doesn't listen. I went on a... I think he probably does not, based on our <laughs> listenership. Okay, we'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> I almost said his name. Hey. Um, <laughs> so we met at a local Iron Hill for a beer. It was the afternoon. Iron Hill Brewery, right? It's a brewery. Yeah. yeah. He got scotch. Okay, like that's your drink of choice. All right. But like, you know, we're in our 20s, so I don't know about that. Um... And almost immediately, he, like, slammed his scotch back. Also, that's a sipping thing. But, okay, again, (laughs) teach their own. You're trying to be open-minded, but, man. Yeah, like, I used to drink. um, What do you mean throw it back? Like, like, just, like, shot? Do a shot. Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and it was a (laughs) big old gulp. Like, it was a lot. In the afternoon. Yeah. Jen, come on. And then he was like, oh, um, 
so I am I have a really disordered relationship with eating and with food mm. because I ask like do you want to get an appetizer or something and I'm like okay like all right so food's off with we don't have to get yeah. anything to eat and then it turned into you know and everyone thinks my brother is hotter than me um, my mom is really powerful at her job, and I work there too. And oh, it, you know a lot of information. Oh my god! Minute. I mean, really, and it was quite a lot. And I, I used to think of that as like, wow, I must make people feel so comfortable, and that's so great. And while like I hope that's true, and I hope my clients feel that way, also, whoa, man, whoa, this is a lot. Yeah. Oh wait, it took even. This more is not in session. <laughs> oh yeah, he was like, I'm gonna tell my mom about you. Oh no. Yeah, he also recently texted me and said. Are you upset? Oh, I wish I had my phone. It was like, did something happen? And I said, question mark. And he said, you unfollowed me on Instagram. Oh, he noticed. Okay, wait, Who wait, notices wait, wait, wait. that? Just being the detective that I am. Yeah. You, you went know? on a date in your 20s. Yeah. And he texted you recently saying. Yes. How? So how many years ago? Oh, my God. So he's eight? been like, wow. Yeah. Seven or eight. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, so Can we also have another episode where you just tell us all your dating stories. My dating stories. Yes, sure. Oh my God, they're probably what very a good. Fucking train wreck. <laughs> yeah, happily. <laughs> well, I feel like okay. There's this part that people think like as soon as you tell someone you're a therapist outside the room, people become way too comfortable. Yeah. I am not your. Th- I said I'm a therapist. I did not say I was your therapist. And where's my money? Right. Also, I, I thought, <laughs> I'm going to have to sign some fucking paperwork, we guys. I need a consent to treatment. <laughs> I'm going to need an ROI to talk to I other people. so many people who are like, if you tell them you're a therapist. Oh, I stopped. Especially if you're out or something, they'll be like, oh, analyze me. And I'm like, okay, you really want me to do this? And they're I'm like, like okay. no. So I have done it, and I get, it gets way too deep for them, and then they get, like, Uncomfortable. Pissed. Yeah. Oh, I just say I work in a prison. <laughs> Which, I mean, then that I say I work in like finance. A thousand. I wish. <laughs> and if they ask you any finance questions? I say I work with finance and turtles. Yep. Financial turtles. Financial. <laughs> the turtles actually do the finance, and right. I'm just a taskmaster just... <laughs> for the turtles. And then they run. <laughs> they barely walk. <laughs> no, I mean, the people Emily's still looking to. Oh. Not the turtles. <laughs> the turtles. <laughs> oh. oh, they're not moving quick. <laughs> they're not. They're not. I am thrilled that the weather is finally warming up here in Philly. I went to switch out my closet the other day from my fall winter wear to my spring summer wear and noticed that I very much needed a refresh. So thank goodness for Quince that allows me to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I refresh my closet with the high-waisted linen shorts that come in multiple colors and patterns, the comfiest cotton tees, and my latest favorite, the smocked mini dress. And don't miss out on their accessories. Quince has the coolest sunglasses and 14 karat gold jewelry to complete any look. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, making me feel even better about my purchases. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash shrinkchicks for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash shrinkchicks to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash shrinkchicks. 
A really fun fact about me that you might not know is that if I let my hair dry natural, it is a frizzball mess, which is one of the many reasons I absolutely love pros. I truly never thought that I would be able to embrace my natural hair texture. Ever since I switched to a custom hair routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Less frizzy hair, yes, but beyond that too. My hair is shinier, healthier, and so much more manageable. Filming the podcast every week makes checking out my hair unavoidable, and I have felt so much more confident on camera thanks to pros. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. The custom shampoo and conditioner combo, plus the hydrating leave-in conditioner and hair oil keeps the frizz at bay. It also makes for the smoothest blowout. People keep asking me if I got my hair cut or went to the salon, which is of course the highest compliment. Pros isn't just better for you, it's better for the planet. They're certified B Corp cruelty free and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. I use this feature when I moved to my temporary house in New Jersey, back to my house house post construction project in Pennsylvania. Environmental factors like water source is something that Pros takes into consideration with their customization. So it was very cool that I had the ability to update my location. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin, and they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash chicks. So you get a free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash chicks. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash chicks. But I, I think there's also something like, we people have two very different experiences with therapists so like you've either like growing up you went to this therapist that was like one million years old and it was a very uncomfortable experience and then you like later on you meet like cool younger modern therapist and there's like it's like you were so walled when you were in the room with that other person and then you're too unhinged with this other situation and that can be a problem yeah i have to say like when you know, as therapists, I know that you experience this. I'm sure you experience this, just as you're saying, um, that when people know you're a therapist, they will reach out to you. Like the amount of random people that I have talked to who have been in some sort of crisis who I never would have talked to otherwise. I know a lot of people's information. Me too. And so... That's not about HIPAA. <laughs> I, I get stuck between this point of like, I actually really want to help people get into therapy. Like mm-hmm. that feels like... Uh, like very like a personal mission finding a therapist finding a therapist and also but like part of that is like almost talking it ends up being talking to them a little bit so there's like a very fine line I feel like in setting that boundary but also wanting to help people get into therapy Mm -hmm. um and so I think as a therapist navigating those boundaries of like when people reach out to you who want to talk about some of their stuff but also you're not their therapist and right. like guiding them into it. It's almost when you have like an intake point or like an intake call with someone. Right. And you have to cut them off and be like, listen, this isn't a session. Like, but we have to set this up. We have 15 minutes together. We have 15 yeah, yeah. minutes yeah. together. You we just find the right fit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, I think finding that balance in terms, if we're talking about saying no and setting boundaries that like being able to say, okay, where, where does something that feels good for me, something that where I'm helping them get into therapy, where does that end in terms of now they're just emotionally dumping on me? Yes. Mm. Well, that's when you say, here's our website. That is what I say. Fill out a contact form. Yep. Or don't because we have a very long wait list. Here's somebody else's (laughs) website. (laughs) Here is a list of therapists. Yes. 
I really think you should go talk to someone. I think this is something you could really, like, get into in therapy. Here's a name of someone I think you'd be a great fit with. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to go back to this. Yes. Like, is it about the date? Yeah. Okay, because I have to tell you something I forgot to mention about yeah, him. Yeah, no, please. And I want he to won't wear off. jeans. He he only, he will not wear jeans. Oh, was that an eating disorder thing? That could know. be a disorder. That could be a it, disorder body image thing. He would never wear jeans. It was, like, always a thing. They're air uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I did go out with him twice. <laughs> So I might as well just throw that was out that there. person who you were like, oh, you go <laughs> twice, that he's not your person? Was that him? No. We no, I never thought he was my person. What was there a point in that conversation where you said no or you put a boundary up or you wanted to put a boundary up? I wanted that- to put a boundary up and I was like, this person, right, it, it hooks you in a way emotionally because you're like, this person must not have anybody yeah. is how I felt in the moment. I was like, shit, like. I guess he should say it to me instead of well, ruminating. Because we're talking about a man, right? So I feel like there's also like this exactly. emotional caretaking of women where it feels like, oh, men never open up. I should be so honored that he did. Right. And it's telling me this. He probably doesn't have anyone else in his life. And it's like, <laughs> wait, wait every day he goes on his <laughs> Probably literally still to this day. I will say, I did not friend him on Instagram. After he texted me and was like, you unfollowed me on Instagram. I was like, yep. Did you say that or you just said nothing? Yeah, I said, yeah. What happened? Nothing. He didn't respond. I imagine he was about? very hurt by that. I, I'm avoiding. I would not have said anything. I am avoiding. I would like. I would be like. I'm not going to give you access to me at all for conversation. But I just love that you were just like yes. Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, so okay. So here's. Oh, I have a good question. Yeah. As we talk about saying no in November, I think honesty and truthfulness go into this too. Where one of the things I did a lot in my twenties was lie. <laughs> about <laughs> anything yeah. okay all right <laughs> it just felt right <laughs> whatever anything that i needed to lie about to not possibly have to deal with a situation or somebody getting upset with me i would say sure right makes a ton of sense avoidance avoidance right because that's like a big thing for me so like what i said like if somebody texted me and said that i would just not answer them okay. because i'm avoiding in that way but i think it also goes to like so like you then adapt to just lie all the time right and that's not very good. And it's really probably not what you want. No, right? It's like not. it's short-term avoidant, no long-term yes. gain though. In that way. Mm. So what's the long-term game? So let's talk about that though, because let's yeah, inspire yeah. people. Yeah, like, what's the because I think why every, people should make this decision. Because well, everyone hyper-focuses on the discomfort they feel when they say no. Sure. But we should really be focusing on the long-term peace that you feel. What's yeah. the reason to not avoid? <laughs> Is there one? <laughs> Is there one? <laughs> um, Please I mean, tell us. I feel just so much it's empowering it's empowering to like I hate this phrase but speak your truth it's empowering to say yeah. what you want say what you need say what you're not willing to do right like that feels great mm. um it also puts me much more in touch with like what do I actually want you are able to ask yourself those questions because mm. you're you're actually going to honor it right mm-hmm. like in a way if you're avoidant I don't know that you're asking yourself those questions you don't you're really just have like, to exactly you don't have to ask yourself those questions if you know that you could avoid because you can pretty much avoid anything if you really want to yes right taxes they'll take they'll take your taxes (laughs) and death sorry (laughs) i will be freezing myself (laughs) in one of those tubes do you know what I'm thinking about? Are frozen tubes you could freeze yourself in? I don't you see think, why there won't you, be. Are you thinking about Austin Powers? Because yeah, are we one. exactly having Austin that's Powers? No, thing. I'm thinking about something so much fucking weirder. You remember those toys? It's like fluid Yes, I know exactly. And you, can, and you put your fingers in. Yeah, yes. yes. I want to be in one of those. Like well, pink okay, shimmers I'll, I'll and small starfish. <laughs> I'd like to live in that when I'm dead. Because I won't be dead. <laughs> You'll be frozen. 
what's happening i don't know if that's realistic i don't plan on dying yet so there's time if anybody if anybody listening wants to get time will tell if anyone wants to invest well who thought dogecoin would be something right. <laughs> listen right we just i mean we were just having a conversation about like i still don't understand cryptocurrency i don't no. understand i understand literally nothing that's going on but i know i want in man do you i think what i love about crypto <laughs> is that I know nothing about it, <laughs> number one. But what I love is that it reminds me nothing is real. Wait, but then like, suddenly... when I look at my student loan debt or like debt that I have, I'm like, money's not real, hee <laughs> hee, because it isn't. And wait, okay, but like I then somebody I read this thing about how horrible Bitcoin is for the environment, and I was like, I don't understand. Wait, how? That. Servers, energy. Yes. Oh. It's actually worse for the Guys, environment my than mind paper. Is, like shutting down. Okay. Why? So I'm same, just so confused about what's going on. Oh, right it's now. not real. It's you don't have to think about it. Nothing's yeah. real. Okay. Nothing's real. So wait. So if nothing is real, <laughs> then saying no is possible. Totally. And it, it, I encourage everyone to say no. Really. Okay. So I have a question. What about yes. people who have experienced real harm from saying no? I mean, let's. We'll take abusive. Mar- sure. Sure. That's oh, pretty God. hard to then come out of and like say no. Even if environment. Yep. And I think this thing is like okay, and I think this is something that's happened in my marriage. Is like I lied a lot in my twenties as a way of like avoiding and just like different things. And then there was like in the beginning of my relationship, I realized I was like lying a lot, and now I'm married to this person, and I have some lies out there. And these are now, of course, unraveling. My husband's like, what? What a weird thing to lie about. Like, <laughs> oh, that just <laughs> happened. And like, but like, so like, that's the thing is like, you can't stop. That's what's like so. Yeah, you get yourself kind of in a hole there, huh? A hole. So even if you use something, you adapt into something for survival to figure out a way, it's going to catch up to you and not work out so well. Right. Yeah, that's very true. Saying no is great. And it's also just about like better communication. Yeah. Right? So like, I'm the friend who you would, or therapist, who you would call and be like, I got to break up with this guy or, oh, my God, my ex texted me. What do I say back to him? Because I am I love to be very direct in my communication. How would you mm-hmm. respond to that? If you don't want them to reach out to you or mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would probably say I'm not comfortable with us having contact. If you, and you know what I wouldn't say? What? I hope you're doing great. Or whatever dumb shit people always put at the end of a text message when they're like setting a boundary and then like, it's softness on both on yes. both sides, right? right? So like that's what everyone wants to like cushion in with fluff because it feels right. it's like when you're sending it feels very harsh in a way, but it also there's a, there's a like piece of it too. Once again, that it's like I need to take care of their emotional response to this. Totally. Well, and like it's like have you ever seen like when they talk about the difference of how men and women send um, emails? Oh yeah, the exclamation points. Oh, yeah. I mean, have you guys? I actually me I'm the queen of this like so, I'm like I, you do love to punctuate when I see when I talk to my when I talk to my husband about sending emails to clients I'm like you should put exclamation points in this because you sound very like dry right because I'm like, but that's, exclamation points but like but is that because I don't know, I don't know. It, it's because that's yours, what we've sometimes done. the amount of exclamation it sounds like you're screaming at me I love it I every time I read an email from Emily I'm like she's fucking enthused she is excited <laughs> wow look at that mine's usually like at the beginning and then like maybe at the end. Oh, I just word vomit. When I send my timesheet. <laughs> oh, wait, I, 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 I word vomit. These timesheets <laughs> are the best. You would think also, because as you guys know, we don't have a very professional office here. So like we welcome any and all things. But your timesheet subjects, when you send them in, are the funniest fucking things I've I'm ever so seen. Yeah, like just so everyone, the finance of it all is correct for the most part. Yeah. Like I'm not effing up that. I'm yeah. not like writing sillies in yeah. the middle of a spreadsheet there's no sillies in the excel but 
But like in some work environments, you would not be allowed to do that. That would oh, be like shamed. So I, I think it's my I favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah. I wish everyone did their timesheets like that. But in a lot of places, I don't know, when you're at prison, do you do you think you behave differently personality-wise than when you're in this office? Mm. Could you send your timesheet in like that? I have a pretty cool boss. Oh. But he's not an exclamation point guy. I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> like. Because he's a guy. He's not. not right. He's are, never yeah. putting a. An exclamation point anywhere. No, he's That's not, not enthused. Happening. But do you read it as you're not enthused? No, because I know him. Uh, yeah. You know, like once you have a better feel for mm-hmm. somebody. But I think I, I'm a, a little bit different. I mean, also it's prison, right? So like right. I'm not wearing a crop top. Mm. I'm wearing like a bag essentially. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not totally myself um, because I can't be, yeah. right? Like yeah. I am with individuals and like – when I'm in like a space doing therapy or doing evaluations, sure. Um, but to a degree, you're like a little bit more guarded, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Yeah, it is. And I can understand why that's needed for certain places, right? right. Like you're not going to be your most like joking self at all places. But oh, I think. Well, I do. <laughs> I do a little joking. I do some sillies. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. I really like it. (laughs) Sounds so weird. I know. We recorded a podcast earlier where I talked about being a silly goose. So, like, I really enjoy a silly. I know. Silly is kind of like a fun word, right? Kind of like dope. (laughs) I don't like that word. Doofus. No? You guys are playing? No, not so much. I'm trying to think of a good word that I like. I was thinking dope, like you're dope. Kick oh no, ass. no! You were thinking like you're oh. a dope and a dunce. Like oh, I'm a dope. Oh, I was thinking dope like drugs. So, <laughs> well, so we're out on we dope. We went in different different directions. <laughs> I like ninny. Oh well, you're hey in it's the spirit the ninny muggins. In the spirit in the spirit of the holidays, <laughs> it's a cotton heading ninny muggin. Mm-hmm. But I do really like to say ninny, and I won't be stopping that. Okay. <laughs> I also like to say fuck. Like it's not about the I fact. Love it's not about fun. the fact that it's like a. What's the cursing rules of prison? Word. Oh. Great question. There are none. Oh. I mean, if someone were to, like, curse in a threatening manner, that would be one thing. You, There is such thing as a charge um, for abusive or obscene language. So if a correctional officer said, like, oh, lock in your cell, and you were like, fuck you, me or the yeah, me, yeah. Right? right? An individual who's incarcerated, they could get a charge. But I curse all the time in prison. What are so? Are there any times in prison <laughs> mm-hmm. where you're saying no to people, or you are setting like a strong boundary? All the time. Tell us about. That. I do so many boundaries at prison. Tell us about that. Um, so part of being a mental health professional in that setting is that you're kind of triangulated between what you want as the mental health professional, mm. what the individual who's incarcerated might need, and then the larger system that you work inside, mm. which is by nature oppressive yeah racist mm-hmm. terrible right like <laughs> yes. so much about the criminal justice system in this country Bad. needs to be yeah. Yeah. really truly addressed so it's a hard spot to be in to be like I want to honor what I think this person needs from a mental health perspective because I have a I have clinical judgment mm-hmm. and I have to recognize that like I don't make the final decision in a lot of ways because of where I work yeah right like I have some power but not a ton mm-hmm um, but I feel it like now, like, but even in like in private practice, right? Like we have like duty to report and stuff. And like, there's yep. a lot of times where like, I don't really want to report something and I have to report it. Like yes. it's bullshit and it sucks and it does not feel good for us as providers. It just is. Yes. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it too. So I, that is how I look at it. So I don't get like angry yeah. about, right? Like I can't be rageful about it. Right. 
daily. Can you imagine? No. You just be rageful all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine you being rageful daily. You can definitely imagine me being rageful because I think you've seen it, but (laughs) my rageful is quick. I don't think I've ever seen you rageful. I have. Yeah, I have seen you angry. Yeah. You guys have way more of a history. No, but even in the office. Yeah. Like you're all like. Oh well, I'm very like. When her car accident happens, that. I'm I'm very get mad, get over it. Like I don't I don't harbor that. Like I recognize my emotions are the weather, and I am the sky. And my emotions are going to come and go. It might be really rainy today. In fact, it's Sunday, and I have a feeling it will be. I have a feeling I will have the scaries immediately when this is over, and I'll feel rainy. And it won't rain forever. It'll probably rain again someday. Absolutely. But it won't rain every day. I'm going to order you lunch after this. That'll so probably we, help, won't you, so, don't you think? So we have a few more minutes of sh- sunshine before mm-hmm. the rain comes, before the but Sunday But I like scares. to think about it that yes. way, right? Like, well, I think that's a good way to think about it with everyone's emotions, mm-hmm. right? Because I think when you're in a dark place, it feels like this is going to last forever. And so we react so strongly to being in that place as opposed to recognizing and allowing it to pass. Totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's – I. I didn't tell you I was going to do this beforehand. I haven't told Jen I'm going to do this, but I have an idea. It's an interpretive dance. (laughs) I hope so. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what I'd like you to do right now, swan-like bitch. Okay. No. My question is, I think that it'd be really helpful for some people for us to do a quick role play. And I say that of like, I'm going to say this to you and how would you address it? Because I think a lot of people want scripts and it feels overwhelming, especially when there's emotional attachment to like do this. Totally. So if I say... um, now I have to think of one because I didn't plan ahead enough of this, but I have one. Are you ready? Yes. Are we, are you ready to rumble? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So. Jock jams. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did a dance in like eighth grade to jock jams and we all wore a different neon colored shirt from limited to, it wasn't eighth grade, my God, it was fifth. Um, and I was like chubby and it did not fit me good, the shirt, and everyone else looked good in theirs. It's so rude. It still haunts me. Yes, okay. that's right. Anyway. Different okay? bodies, right? Different bodies. I'm unwell. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, do you have a minute to talk on the phone? Oh, and we're saying I don't? Or you don't want to. Yeah. Right. It's not even just I don't. Like, maybe you are sitting there doing fucking nothing, but you don't right. want to. I don't right now. Okay, I have another. Yeah. You're on the phone. Okay. You've been on the phone. Oh, you want to get off the phone? You want to get off the phone. And they're just talking and talking and talking. Emotionally dumping. Emotionally dumping. Go. Jen, I know you're in a place where it feels like you need to get this out right now. I'm sorry, I have something I need to do. Do you, though? No. (laughs) I mean, that's like the kind way of doing it, right? I mean, you can also just say, I have to get off the phone now. I love that. I have to go, yeah. I have to go. It's very freeing. Well, you know when there's riddle, like, riddling jesus Lindsay, rifling <laughs> through through, a, through an excuse pile in your head yes. and you're like oh i guess i could say x or y like is that good enough no we don't need to do that i think that's the thing is like we think because it's simple that it's easy and this can be very hard and also be very simple so i think when something feels hard we then don't simplify it we make it incredibly complex and we think of this entire excuse of 50 different things to say as opposed to no because simple feels like, oh, that couldn't possibly work because this right. feels distressing emotionally. Right. I have another one. Yes. When you're like meeting someone, right? And you're like out. It's weird that all of mine are about social interaction. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Yeah, so weird. And you're talking to them, but you're like, okay, I want to get out of this conversation. I'm going to give, I'm just going to answer this one myself because I've learned. Yeah, how what, to do do this. what do you do? What do you do? It was really good to see you. 
Yeah. That's Cut it right off. Yeah. Cut it right, right there. Great. It was so good to see you. And then you just bounce. Well, you know, the, that makes me think of, I don't know. I don't know if it was on the Facebook or the TikTok <laughs> or whatever it was on, but people were saying like, when an ex or somebody reaches out to you, do you send the paragraph or do you not send the paragraph, right? There's like all this pressure of like, mm-hmm. do I provide a lengthy explanation? Do I say nothing? Do I say something short? Yeah. And that's stressful. The wrong thing to do is whatever doesn't feel right for you, mm. right? There's no wrong other than if it's not the fit for you and you're doing it because that's what you think you should be doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Before we end for today. Yes. All of our guests play a game. We forgot to tell you that. Yes. Okay. That's called calling bullshit. And we're just going to ask you to call some bullshit on your topic. So call some bullshit about saying no. Oh, wow. It doesn't mean anything about you. No. Mm. No. I'm calling bullshit on saying no does not make you a bitch. It doesn't make you mean. It doesn't mean you don't care about the person you're saying no to or mm-hmm. setting a boundary with. It's health. Oh, mic drop. Do you want this Suck on power? that. <laughs> I wish I had a... If you want to work with Dr. Lindsay, good luck. She has a wait list. But, <laughs> but uh, you know... If you're if you're interested if you're interested in potentially working with Dr. Lindsay and you're located in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Delaware, you can check her out on our website, thetherapygroup.com. If you enjoyed this episode, we ask you to send it on over to someone who else who might enjoy it. We ask you to rate five star review, subscribe, and follow on Apple Podcast. And to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. We'll see you next week. <laughs>